0: This is Point of View with Chris Berg. Good evening and welcome to Point of View. I'm Chris Berg. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. Coming up later in the show, actually at the end of the show, the U.S. News and World Report just announced the top states in the nation. We're going to compare North Dakota and Minnesota. What I'll share with you right now is that one of these two states, ranked number two in the entire country as the best state, Curious which one you think it is. We'll show you that and much more at the end of the show. Some breaking news today, the house passed the COVID relief package, 1.9 trillion. Yes, with a T, $1.9 trillion. So many of you out there are gonna be getting those $1,400 checks. There's some changes to the child tax credit as well. I wanna share with you a couple of interesting things to note here. The Dow had just an unbelievable day today with obviously more stimulus going into the system. Be ready for inflation, many people are saying. You can see here uh, what happened with the Dow because of this. Now, Kevin McCarthy's got a little bit different perspective on this COVID relief bill. He is the, obviously, House Minority Leader, calls it the COVID um, or the Pelosi payoff, excuse me. You can see some of the items here, but $1.5 billion for Amtrak, $350 billion to play it, bail out many of the blue states. You and I have talked about this much on the show before, but hey, how do you feel about poorly managed cities and states getting basically rewarded for poor management. I think many of us are going to think that's not a very good idea. I also want to share with you what some of you said uh, on our Facebook page earlier today as well. You can see here about meeting the passage of this bill. Nikki says less than 9% back to the taxpayers, the bailout of all those cities, counties and states with the feds uh, owning them. Or is it just hand out to those who pledge to bow? Ken says they still have COVID money they haven't spent. Gave other countries billions of dollars. That $1,400 will cost us a lot more than that. Jeremy says less than 10% for COVID. The rest of other pet programs and other countries. Interesting question for you. Do you remember the last time another nation sent you money from their taxpayers? They have their taxpayers. They took that money and sent it to you. I have a tough time recollecting or recalling that event. Now, say what you will about this bill being passed, right? You're going to get the $1,400 stimulus check, many of you, the child tax credit. Even with that, many people are still struggling. We've talked about the mental health issues here on the show because of what's taken place over the COVID for the past essentially a year now, right? Obviously, the devastation economically for many, many small business owners, many individuals that ended up uh, not being able to be employed because of the situation. And so one of the things we've talked often here about on the show is that, look, we understand times are challenging. We get it. Believe me. And that's what we're trying to do here on Point of View is plant seeds of faith, hope, love and truth. So earlier today, I had a great conversation with someone that talks about chasing the lion chasing your dreams even when things seem to say look like look this just isn't possible so tonight we want to plant some more seeds of faith hope and love and truth with my interview from earlier today join us now mark batterson uh he is the author of what's called the chase the lion lion chasers manifesto sent this to me and i said you know what I have to talk to this person. So he's also a pastor. He leads the National Community Church in Washington, D.C., and he just told me he was led to actually serve the Lord in Alexandria, Minnesota, a while back as well. So, Mark, first, I thank so much for joining us. And if you don't mind, tell us a little bit about your story and how you ended up in Alexandria, Minnesota.
1: Yeah, I was born in Minneapolis, and so I, I grew up. Uh, In the Midwest, and we would vacation Lake Ida, Alexandria, Minnesota. I'm 19 years old. I'm a freshman at the University of Chicago, but trying to figure out what to do with my life. And I take a long prayer walk through a cow pasture in Alexandria, Minnesota. And I felt a call to ministry, hard to explain, but. I gave back my scholarship at the University of Chicago, transferred to a little Bible college, and I guess, Chris, the rest is history. Uh, I've been pastoring here in D.C. for uh, 25 years now. Fantastic. Well, the, the reason I want to bring you on is, first off, this this Lion Chasers
0: Manifesto is phenomenal. And you talk about, you know, set God-sized goal, pursue God-given passions. Um, I'll share with you my story about it in a moment, but, but I— what I'm feeling and we're talking a lot about on our show, Mark, is the fact that as you go through this year of COVID and you talk to people that I have friends in hey, Chris, when I run into people that aren't believers, like there's just no hope. And so we keep talking about planting seeds of faith, hope, love, truth. What inspired you to create this manifesto and write this book?
1: Yeah, well, it's a little story that's buried uh, in the Old Testament, uh, Old Testament about uh, Beniah. He was King David's bodyguard. And there's one sentence that said that he chased a lion into a pit on a snowy day and killed it. And so here's my thought. When you cross paths with a lion, the message that the brain sends to the body is run as fast and as far as you can. You know, normal people run the other direction, but I think we're called to run to the roar. I think those are the moments when you face your fears, you, you go after that 500 pound lion and, and then the rest is history, Become king becomes King David's bodyguard and eventually commander in chief of Israel's army. And so the book is really about uh, these lions being those 500 pound dreams that we're going after. And it's a challenge to run to the roar. So as you read the book, or even if you want to share some of the manifesto, what do you say to
0: people that go, "Ah, I I can't achieve those kind of dreams? Like one of my favorite lines is you said, go after a dream that is destined to fail without divine intervention. So if there's there's no divine intervention, you're not going to make it.
1: Yeah, I I love it. You know, Chris, there's this story about Gideon. Uh, going into battle and God kind of dwindles his army down all the way to 300 soldiers. I, I think stacking the odds against him. Why? Well, when you do something that's against the odds, God gets a little bit more glory. And so I'm someone that believes almost anyone can do almost anything if they work at it long enough, hard enough and smart enough. And I, I know that there are those who might argue with that. I, I'm not I am not saying that there aren't genetic factors. If you're five foot seven, you want to play in the NBA, the odds are against you. But Spud Webb did win the NBA dunk contest in 1986. So don't tell me uh, it can't be done. And so I think it's critical, especially with this. Covid crisis, with the uh, political polarization, racial tension, kind of all of the things that are swirling around us, I do think that we need goals that we are going after, and I would even say God-sized goals, goals that would glorify God in the process.
0: So let me ask you this: since you're in D.C., I I presume we all see the fissure in this nation, right? I think everyone's praying for the United. United States of America, again, not the divided States of America. So being in d c, what are you seeing? and and what's God put on your heart about hey, here's what we need to do to to reunite?
1: Yeah. Well, I think this is a moment to stand in the gap as peacemakers, grace givers, tone setters. Uh, As a follower of Christ, I think that's the mandate that I have. And I'm reminded of the fact that my primary citizenship is in this thing called the kingdom of God. And uh, I'm grateful for this country and uh, so thankful for America. But I also realize that I follow the Jesus way and, and that means that I live counterintuitive and counterculture. What what, what does that mean? Well, it means you love your enemies, you pray for those who persecute you, you, you bless those uh, who curse you, you turn the other cheek, go the extra mile and give the shirt off your back. This is called the Sermon on the Mount. And so I, I think it's critical that we recognize that we are here for such a time as this, for such a place as this. And uh, I'm grateful that I get to serve right here in the nation's capital.
0: So funny you say that because there's times being in this media world where like I would talk to people and say, you know what, I know times are crazy, but I got to be honest with you, I am so grateful to be alive at this moment in history, watching what's transpiring and obviously praying that God uses me, but also just to, to be an observer has been uh, incredible. For people out there, I, I presume, again, being in D.C., you're talking to people within your church about the challenges that you faced with COVID. I mean, what kind of changes did you make with COVID and and how are you serving people that are, I mean, God, there's there's financial challenges out there. People have lost loved
1: ones. What do you say to them? Yeah, Chris, we have a D.C. Dream Center in Ward 7, which is really the, the most underserved part of the nation's capital. It's on the other side of the river. And uh, we serve 55,000 meals during the COVID crisis. Uh, we created a, a COVID relief fund that... Our, our church gave $717,000 to, and so we were able to impact more than 7,000 people. I, I think that crisis is a moment where you've got to stay calm and carry on. You've got to dig a little bit deeper, and you've got to exercise faith, hope, and love, and when you do it in those kinds of circumstances, now I, I think you're able to really make the kind of difference that Jesus has called us to make. Yeah, Amen. So, um,
0: in the next segment, we're going to do what's called the feedback segment here on the show, and I put on Facebook uh, last night. Hey, what what concerns you most about America right now? And we got a bunch of different answers, and I'm curious if I were to ask you that, what would you say?
1: Wow. Well, you know, realize, Chris, I'm I'm a pastor, and so I come at it from a a faith point of view. But I am concerned that some people, uh, how shall I say it, are uh, more fired up about their political ideology than their biblical theology. The question that I would pose is this. What percentage of your thoughts, words, and actions are a regurgitation of the social media you're following, and what percentage is revelation that you're getting from God's word? Uh, I think we've got to be grounded in God's word, uh, especially in the days that we live in. Can you, can, now that you said it that way, it just came to me because I'm sure you've seen that show on
0: Netflix about the social dilemma and it talks about the hours that young people are putting in. up. Can you imagine if they put that much time in their Bible versus social media, what the
1: transformation would be like? I mean, it would be unbelievable. I think, Chris, the the numbers I've seen are 142 minutes. Average person, 142 minutes on social media. Imagine repurposing even a little bit of that. Um, It would be a game changer. You might need to come up with that algorithm, all right? (laughs) (laughs) Let's
0: work on it. Let's work on it. (laughs) Exactly. Mark, thank you so much for the time.
1: And again, uh, if people want to buy your book, give us the website, please. Yeah, markbatterson.com, and uh, that that manifesto is available. Oh, man, I I just think it's
0: fantastic. Go to his website, or even chasethelion.com. You can check it out, and it is great, great stuff. So thank you for the time and the insight. God bless you.
1: Thanks, Chris. Appreciate it. All
0: right, stay with us, as I just mentioned there with Mark. Coming up next, we've got a great feedback segment. I asked you on Facebook, what concerns you most about America? we got a bunch of great responses. we got much more coming up right after this.